Yup, it's House, a.k.a. Mr. Smart City, and I welcome you to another lovely edition, the Smart City Podcast, the above 3D version. Here's one of the biggest changes to my mindset that I've ever made, how I approach life in general. Now, you might be wondering, okay, what are the drawbacks that come with the above 3D style? The drawbacks are, it's lonely. You lose touch with the common person because the things that piss them off and the things that piss you off are drastically different. Let's say that a girl broke up with you or a guy broke up with you. The natural reaction is to be sad, right? Especially if they cheated, then you're furious. You might even want to cause bodily harm to the person that they cheated on you with. We see this all the time throughout history. It's been the reason men and women have died. The scorned, jealous lover or the heartbroken man or woman that cannot get a hold of their love interest and get them back. They cannot get their love interest to return the feelings. Their heart is squashed and that's the end of their chapter. Now here's the deal and this goes for both men and women. Nobody likes a needy person. When you are needy, it hurts your value. It's almost like a tug of war of balance. For example, if it's a boyfriend for your situation or if it's a girlfriend, just adjust it. Let's say that Courtney is head of the cheerleading squad. And you have liked her for the past three years. And then she decides to take this guy out on a date and you are convinced that he is a bad person. He treats women horribly. He's an absolute jerk. The only reason that she likes him is because he's on the football team. And so you have to watch by the sidelines, and then the inevitable happens. She gets dumped, and then you are there to answer every call, every text, listening, waiting. And then you find out a week later when she's asking, why are there no good guys around? And you say, it might be just staring right in front of you. And they don't go for it. And then all of a sudden, they go out with the guy that was just like Blake all over again different sport now this guy's a baseball player and you're thinking what the hell and you so you text her what's going on you said that you can't find any good men in this town anymore you can't find any good men in your life here I am I drove you home I listened to your problems bought you gifts why won't you give me a shot and she says look I like you as a friend but that's it I thought we were just friends and I thought you understood that at this point you're probably heartbroken, your feelings are hurt, and it's natural to hold on to some resentment. But when men take this part too far and let somebody else's approval, let somebody else's approval of them dictate their value, that's typically when everything goes wrong for them the rest of their life until they break the pattern. The thing is, you are not going to emotionally guilt trip someone into liking you. If it does happen, it's very short-lived. And you can probably be assured that they're not out there exactly being loyal to you. It will bring on a myriad of new problems that you're going to have to deal with. And so how do you get around this then? How do you break the pattern? What should you be doing then? It comes down to a few different things. But I would say the first thing you need to do, if you are not satisfied with yourself, you are not going to be able to satisfy somebody else. You are not desirable at that point when you have low confidence and low self-esteem. And it comes back down, like we always talk about, to that DNA, that crucial piece of your biology. You incite panic on them because they do not feel that they are built for the best chance of survival. Harsh? Maybe. But here's the thing. 
You need to go out and find some skills that are useful to society. Find a craft to master that people will pay for and watch what happens. It's incredible because here's the thing. When you have accomplishment and you get a reward for it, work on refining your craft and you get so good that you're earning great money, your self-esteem is going to be permanent or at least a remarkable improvement from where you were previously. And then you're going to start to notice this as well. If you take care of your appearance and what I mean by that, dress nice, proper hygiene, start having a steady career, people actively are pursuing you, even if it's not romantically, that effect will translate directly into you and you will start to be more desirable. You'll be on more dates. You won't be chasing. And that is what these young men and women do not seem to understand about love interests is that when you are not working on yourself and you are giving your time to that other person, waiting for them to validate you, do you know what happens? You've wasted all that energy when you could have used that time and energy to be working on you and what you can do to improve. That's what you can control that is in your favor. The second option, if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to put your time and invest into fruitful endeavors, what I mean by that is learning a skill is you may have to stop objectifying people. What do I mean by that? Well, since we were young, our main goal and what we've been taught in our lives is that the end trophy of everything is the ring that you get on your finger that marriages it. Live for romance. Crazy, stupid love, right? But have you ever noticed that the movie always stops when they get together and nothing ever happens after that? They don't show the fights that they have. They don't show the bickering. They don't show the guy sleeping on the couch. They don't show the divorce. They end it at happily ever after. But the truth is that relationships are work. It is a commitment. And that's the part that you are leaving out. And you're going into it for all the wrong reasons, for validation. And that's it. That's what you feel that your self-esteem is worth, is what someone that you desire assigns to you. And the problem might be, too, unfortunately is a harsh reality check, is that you might be entitled and might have the delusions of grandeur about your desirability. It's a fact that some people are just not born attractive physically. There are many ways around this. People find it all the time. Most people that you meet are not physically attractive. That's why there's an average. There's, that's why there's below average, but people still find other people. People still find other people. Now, if you're constantly turning away great people because you have this vision of somebody that looks like Carmen Electra accompanying you down the walkway and is your bride, you might need to lower your standards. Either that or you need to have the maturity, like we said in example one, find a way to match the value to where you are desirable as well. See, the thing is, this is typically the most true for women, is they have their pick of the litter when they are physically attractive. That's the way that it is in nature. You see this in the animal kingdom across all of those communities. Every ecosystem, it was the gorilla that owns the resources, the most powerful one, has his choice. So you might be missing out on someone awesome for you because you are so obsessed by 3D physical features that you would even allow this person to treat you like the gum on the bottom of their shoe and you'd be totally okay with it as long as they were coming back home to you if they did. Some even degrade themselves enough to be okay with them sleeping around with other people. You got to understand that they don't owe you anything, and that by working on yourself, you should be doing this 
anyways, even if you are attractive. Stop living for romance. This is the advice that I would give my brother or my son. Stop living for romance. It is not like you see on TV. Get those images out of your head. It is just like anything else. You get desensitized after six months and then there's a decision you have to make. Is this person going to become my family member, aka marriage, or are we going to go our separate ways? You see the, you see the statistics. Most will say that maybe they even become family at one point and then they break off 50%. Think about all the people that don't get married. Most people, they don't work out. They have to date a few people to find out what works for them. But still, that should be a small piece of the puzzle. That is your end goal. If your trophy is getting married and being in some loving relationship, you are doomed. You're spiritually doomed. You're going to feel empty. You're constantly going to have this need. You're going to be wondering what they're doing. Do they still love you? But we've been taught by the movies that that's always the end goal. You should be working on a mission bigger than yourself, and that should just be a byproduct, a nice to have. You need to learn to be comfortable with yourself, love yourself, spend time alone with your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with admitting your shortcomings. Nobody's perfect. What you need to do, feel better like you would want. Get up, go figure out a skill that is in demand and that is going to raise your value to be attractive. And I say that not just for women or men, I'm saying for both. You want to be someone that men and women want to hang around. That's how great business deals happen. That's how you get ahead in life. And that's why most do not because they are constantly looking outside of them, looking at other people, everybody around them. Everybody else is the problem except them. They don't take personal responsibility and don't seem to understand. They are entitled to nothing just because you're a nice person. That should be your default, not your reward. You should be a nice person just because. The reason that the jerk, the reason that the bee or the jerk ends up winning your romantic love interest every single time is because they do not care about that person. You see it all the time. You might have even said it when you were a shoulder to cry on. They don't care about you. They wouldn't treat you like I would. And that's why they're with them because there's something weird about that push and pull. The harder you chase it, the less likely you are to get it. That's when things start to flow naturally. That's your thing, is you're too far inside your head. You're looking outside of you. You're worrying about the wrong things. You're not taking personal responsibility, but you need to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself about your shortcomings because it's healthy. It's not healthy to live in delusion because your unhappiness comes from unmet expectations. You are accustomed to looking at how guys end up being treated in the movies or how girls end up being treated in the movies and this fairy tale ending and it's because they were the good guy in the end she left the jerk or he left the mean girl the protagonist ends up winning the main character it is a waste of time especially if you're constantly wondering whether or not they're faithful to you you're gonna lose so much time on things that sometimes are out of your control that's why if it does happen to you if you do get cheated on you need to just walk away don't even say anything. Don't get all upset. You walk away and that will be more powerful because I'll tell you right now, begging on your knees when they were the ones that wronged you is not going to work. You need to walk away and don't be mad at the other person that they slept with. You be mad at the person that betrayed you, but you do that silently and you walk away because you have value. You do not show them that you, they are more valuable than your loyalty is. So that is a big reason that you might be distracted and feeling empty you might have that feeling because you feel 
like you're not being approved of. You might feel you might be shooting way too high out of your league. You don't have the resources to request such a person. And now, does that sound mean? Is it any more mean than what you do to people that would be compatible with you? You're doing the same thing to them. They're doing the same thing to you. Can't be a hypocrite. The same reason that you're not giving this person a shot because they don't look like that person, you are being a chooser. They are being a chooser. These are the laws of nature. Abundance wins. You know, when I go around and I see young men all frustrated and angry at the world because some girl they liked didn't like them back, I just can't help but say, what a waste of that person's life. A life thrown away. Something so trivial that romance is the core piece, the ultimate finale, when it should really possibly even be four or five steps down on your priority list. I mean, really. For God's sakes, stop objectifying people. Turn off the porn. Get outside. Get working on yourself. Be ruthless on yourself. Be ruthless on yourself and then build yourself back up. Sometimes we have to take a step back to take two forward. Now you might say, well, Mr. Smart City, you don't know how it feels. No, that's exactly why I'm telling you this because I do. I know how it feels and I know how much time I wasted. Luckily, not too much because someone smacked the sense out of me yellow rubber glove. So when I talk about love on this channel, as Mr. Smart City is a love machine, batteries sold separate, of course, I am too. I'm mainly referring to community belonging and the service of others. I'm not really speaking about romance. Your development and growth should be the number one priority, and it will be amazing when you look back and you see what you cared about, when your biggest problem is wondering, how can I get better than I was yesterday? How can I solve this complex engineering problem? How can I get this business off the ground? How do I get into this target audience? How do I learn how to write? How do I learn how to code? What language do I need to learn how to code? What would be the best way to build investment assets? Those are the types of questions that when you find the answer will be rewarding. And the reason for this topic and why it's important for you to understand this is because when you talk about the feelings industry, my beloved Ben Shapiro says, facts don't care about your feelings, which he might be right. But the thing is, America does. Multi-trillion dollar industry, it's the highest. It is the most in-demand industry in the world. Everything is built around how you feel. And it's an illusion that escapes even the richest. They can't even find a way to feel whole sometimes. But they try anything they can. That's why people get in to drug habits. That's why rock stars die young when they have pleasure 24-7. Seemingly have it all. They have their dreams. Every woman they could imagine. And they still develop drug addictions and it numbs them for a while and then it stops working and they lose hope and then many have overdosed and died too many to count why do you think that is because they are devoid of meaning and self-value they are a prisoner of their own feelings they are a prisoner of their own personas and they feel trapped that's why it's important for you on this development journey to really figure out what you could be proud walking away from this world with in the next episode, we're going to talk about what it's like, what it feels like to be ready to die. It sounds dark. Ooh, sounds a little negative, scary, right? No, it's actually the greatest mindset you could ever have. I'm going to tell you why. You should always, at all times, be ready to die and what that means and how it's going to change your life. That's all for today. Stay above 3D. Mr. Smart City out. Ciao.